And the show started. Hey, new year, new me. New year, new Pat. What is a new Pat like? Um, good question. We'll find out. Okay. <laughs> was that just your pants unzipping? It was a weird noise. No, that was a sweatshirt. It's like negative okay. nine degrees out right now. Yeah, it's... So my brother's girlfriend is visiting from uh, Georgia. Or South Carolina. She Yeah, South Carolina. And she... Wow, I bet she hates it. I was going to say, yeah, it's... This is the worst weather I can remember. I can, I, I've like, I can remember it being like in the negative degree sometimes, but never consistently for like a week. Yeah, it's pretty so, bad. Uh, yeah, not a great experience weather-wise for her uh, to to put up with this. But what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Pat? You're a little sick. I'm a little sick. It's cold. It's cold. You just can't help but be sick at this point. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, Pat, what's your uh, what's your goal this year? What's what's the new Pat? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to tape down the lower parts of my pants. I'm going to put cheese near my feet. They're all going to run down there. And for one minute, I'm going to squirm. Squirm like a, you know what, I can't say it. But after a minute, I let them out to eat the cheese, I'm gone. thousand yeah. bucks in my pocket. Um, hard body. Yeah. I'm going to go with the hard body. Yeah. Um, there's that. And, uh. I don't know. I, I tend to procrastinate a lot, so I'm going to try and find ways to not do that so much. Like, I, I do it at work. I do it at home. Like, if there's something I don't want to do, I put it off, you know? Yeah. That, yeah, I, I know. It's one of those things where it's like the longer you just put it off, usually the worse it gets, too. Yeah. Like, I I started doing the thing, and I'm not great about this, but it's if it's little stuff, like, if it's bigger stuff that I want to procrastinate, I'll still procrastinate on it. But if it's, like, a little thing, like... I need to bring this from downstairs up to my room. You know, like sometimes it's something that simple. You just leave it like sitting on the stairs for like weeks, you know, some stupid right. thing like that. And I've, I've tried to get better at just like the second I see something like that, I get one of those little things done. But it's when, when it comes to a bigger thing, that's actually going to take some time. That's a little tougher to do. Is that, I'm going to try and stay away from fast food a little more. I had a lot of fast food in 2017. Yeah. What about those LTOs though? Yeah, you know what? I haven't had those in a while. I, I don't know why I just stopped doing it, but I did. Would you make an exception for the fast food world for the Chubstep? It world would have to be like it would have to no, it would have to be like really nuts for me to want to do it. Because before it was like I just didn't care about like my wallet or my health or yeah. anything, and it was like you know, getting a little older, the pounds are a little harder to shed now, and yeah thinking about like finances and stuff and so i just it, it is it's actually kind of tough there's times like because the the worst thing about where i work is the only place to eat that's even remotely close is mcdonald's 
Yeah. It's like the only place. So if you don't bring a lunch, like you're either spending 20 bucks on Grubhub or you're walking across the street to get McDonald's. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, it's so slim oh. options. You basically have to bring – do you bring a lunch most of the time? Now I do. Now I do. Um, yeah. But, like, I remember one weekend I was laying in bed. I'm like, I just want a Big Mac right now. <laughs> that's dangerous. I mean, especially with the Not Uber kidding. Eats. It, with the it Uber was Eats like, McDonald's it was like a phys- It was like a physical urge. I just missed it. You've been sucked in by the man at this point. I think so. The the LTO thing though, if if you're not wanting, like, what would what would the LTO have to be from a fast food restaurant for you to go and get it at this point? Probably a burger. It <laughs> have to be a burger with like a really cool sauce, like a sriracha sauce, something like that. Sriracha, chipotle, some sort of cheese sauce. <laughs> That's what I'm about. I'm all about the sauce. Okay. Well, uh, I'm sure one of those will pop up at some point. Sriracha's dying down Probably. on its popularity a little bit, but it's still it's still got a good hold in the market of hot sauces. Is that a fact, or you just make that up? It just seems like there was a. I feel like two years ago, it was like in a year, maybe a year and a half ago, everything was just like sriracha, right? I mean, it was just like nonstop. And I feel like I've just heard a little bit less of it now. It was a it yeah, was a like craze. maybe it was a trend. Yes, I and I think now it's like has its place in the market. Like there's still places that have sriracha with things and all that stuff, but I feel like it's less of a craziness rage as it was, you know, a few like a year ago. Agreed. Yeah. From this moment forward, I decree no more schnitzel or strudel. Let's get some American food up in there. So, Pat, your New Year's. How was that? Honestly, it was pretty uneventful. I didn't really do anything. Yeah. Uh, great story, right? That is a great story. That's elaborate, elaborate <laughs> I was on your at, nothingness. I, I was at midnight. I was listening to another podcast. Believe it or not, not Chubstep. No, not Chubstep. <laughs> I listen to Chubstep every Thursday. That's true. When it comes out on iTunes and Google Play Music, uh, I only listen to it more than once. If like <laughs> there was just like a lot of parts that made me laugh. Like usually when we have a guest on. Like yeah. I remember that episode with Banks. I listened to over and over again. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I see. I have a hard time because a lot of times I go through and edit it. You know, the whole episode. So I'm not usually listening to it more because I mean, when I'm editing it, I'm go through it and I'm I listen to it. It's not it's not just one time through. It's kind of like you have to keep going back and make sure the levels are right and all that stuff. Um, that's really all I'm doing in editing and the sound effects and stuff like that. So I'm not usually listening to it after that because I've already heard it like, you know, once or twice at that point. But what uh, what podcast were you listening to at at midnight? Um, it was the Sixth Sense, which it may, may be a radio show, but they had an hour segment of it. So yeah. it was like posted as a podcast. Gotcha. So, yeah. So there was no, there was no countdown on the podcast. So that's the problem. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even think I watched the countdown this year, to be honest with you. I've just, I've always like kind of thought New Year's was kind of overrated. Everything's overpriced. You go out and it's like. It's just a different year. <laughs> yeah, no. It's not like it, like this is like the year of the tiger or something. Like you know, yeah. you know what I mean. It's like it's the same thing every year. Yeah, no, I'm big into Chinese New Year, but I'm not big into like American New Year. Uh, and just you know, that's just how it is. But I've I've always kind of thought that it was definitely overrated. There was one year that I was like when I was flying to India the one time it was like New Year's was going on during that event and I missed it. You know, we didn't even know when the midnight had hit and nobody cared. Like, wow. you're just kind of like, oh, whatever. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. We missed it. Uh, what are you going to do? 
And so it's just. I yeah. bet two. I bet two thousand would have been fun if we were more grown up when that happened. But like yeah. I was eight, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was nine. I don't so I was even pretty remember that up. one. So. Yeah, I remember pretty good because I was nine. But uh, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, when you get those kind of big milestones like that, those are kind of big deals. But other than that, uh, yeah. it's just kind of like. I mean, it's a, like you said, everything's overpriced. My sister paid, went to some bar in Chicago. She paid like 70 bucks. She said there was like nobody there. And so it was super, she said it was, you know, very disappointing. She had two friends in from out of town. And then they ended up going like right after it turned midnight, like a little bit after that, since it was kind of boring, they went to two other bars that didn't have covers and they were way more fun. Put it in my pants. I bet they probably like had, you know, more people there because they didn't want to pay $70 just to walk in. Yeah, exactly. And then I, uh, uh, a buddy of mine in Milwaukee just bought a house. And so he just had a little, uh, like a, you know, some of us friends from, uh, Marquette up there for a party. And, you know, it's kind of low key, nothing too crazy. Um, but it was a lot of fun because it's just, but it's like, you know, just like an excuse to hang out with people, but I didn't have to pay that much money. Uh, you know, had some food, some drinks. And then, we ended up going in the hot tub at one point and it was like, negative. Ooh, now it's a party. <laughs> now it's a party, but it was like negative, you know, whatever degree. I think the real feel was like negative 20 in Milwaukee. And <laughs> so, which is absurd. And so we go out of the hot tub and the crazy thing is it was so cold that when the lid was open on the hot tub, it was having such a hard time, like staying, like keeping it warm enough that if you turned on the jets, it would, it would flip the breaker and just shut off. Because it was using too much energy. Oh, my God. And then at some point, because we had been in there long enough with the lid open, it wouldn't even, like, it couldn't even keep up with the heat. So, like, it would just shut off after every, like, every two minutes. And then somebody had to go in and, like, flip the breaker. And so then the only way to keep it, like, so it wasn't going to freeze overnight was to all get out and close the lid so that it, like, the insulation, you know, on the top with those styrofoam lids kind of kept it warm enough. So it was even too cold for a hot tub outside. Yeah, I would not have gone in a hot tub if it was that cold outside. Yeah, see, that's probably why have, you're sick. When you, yeah, it's it's a big factor. I that next morning I was like, I drove back and I like was at a little runny nose, and then uh, I like get to my house and all of a sudden I like passed out. I haven't taken a nap. I've uh, been very vocal about this. I, I'm not a big nap guy. I have nothing against naps, but I just I hadn't taken one. I think since like freshman year in college, and I slept. I ended up getting back and sleeping for five hours that day. And so it was uh, oh my God. not a great time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, just, uh, yeah, rough, rough, a uh, little bit of it there. So, but New Year's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, I, I can do without it. But if you can find something that's not too crazy, that's, that works, you know. Uh, did you see that they were doing? Nice. The, yeah, sorry. I was going to say, it's nice having New Year's Day off. That was nice. That part is very nice. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Any yeah, you're right. Any any excuse to have a holiday from work is is always nice. I'll take it. Yeah. So, did you notice the uh Times Square New Year's Eve? I know you said you weren't watching many of the things. I didn't watch any of the things. So, they had to be out there for like hours. Those people like to to save their spots. You have to be staying out there for hours and you can't like leave to go to the bathroom because otherwise you're going to lose your spot in it. And it's like negative, you know, it was basically as cold there as it was in Chicago, maybe a little bit warmer, but it was, you know, I, I don't know. It's insane that people stood out there for the New Year's Eve, you know, ball drop in New York when it was that cold. Yeah. I wonder how many people like planned that, like they came in from out of town and like they were on vacation in New York for the holidays 
and it's like it's important to some people and that's what they've been waiting to do forever and then yes. the one year they do it it's like cold as yes. balls i'm sure i'm sure there's people yeah a lot of people i'm sure came from out of town they just feel like i want to you know everybody that's like the the big one is that is new york and so they're probably very disappointed that doesn't sound like a fun time at all no no none of that sounds fun to be even like even if it were warmer like just to be crowded in that huge group of people and then the ball drops and you can't be drinking while you're out there keep that in mind I don't think you could be like publicly Public drinking on the street. And so you're just freezing. <laughs> <laughs> you're just standing there in the cold. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It, you know, it sucks like sometimes at shows and stuff if I'm like in general admission and I don't want to lose my spot or I'm only with like one other person. Like it sucks not being able to leave. Yeah. So that part alone is probably brutal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's kind of the problem with. Uh, with that kind of style is like, yeah, you want the better seats. You got to be there early. And then that also means you can't really leave. So it's like, how much, how much effort do you want to put in? I'm not usually somebody that is cares that much about it, that I want to be up close. Like I would love to, if I didn't have to be there for a couple hours prior, but I'm usually not, uh, not that dedicated. Yeah. Juice does not seem like it's worth the squeeze. No, no. Bird up. You want to go to some emails here? Sure. Okay, uh, so we have two emails here, and email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. The first one is from Matt Banks, and he said he wants the Hodor doorstop, and he did the whole Hodor doorstop from the last episode, so I'm going to send it to him. He sent it, when I'm looking at this timestamp, he sent it basically right after we recorded the show, like before the episode was even released, <laughs> so it's cheating a little bit, uh, but he's yeah. going to the Hodor doorstop for uh, first emailing me about the Hodor doorstop. Uh, so thank you for him for for recording the show last week. Uh, so anyway, here's the next one. It's from Smacko Jones, and it's called Marquette Chubskitball. And he said, I just, saw, I just saw Nick Russo at the MUBB, the Marquette University basketball game, but he was so far away and there was such a big crowd, I, got cla- I get claustrophobic. Can you tell Nick I say hi? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Can't you just text him yourself? That's a good point, but I feel like uh, he wanted a platform so that other people knew that he was also a supporter of Marquette basketball. Have you been? I mean, in... We got all these ways to get a hold of each other nowadays. You yeah. know, there's Facebook. <laughs> you yeah. can tweet at him. <laughs> yeah, I like the medium you chose. Yeah, or you can or you can email to a podcast and have them relay your message. So works. Have and... I been to a game? No. No. Well, not even that. Have you Have you been in a situation where you're like? far away like you want to say hi to someone but you're kind of far away and it's kind of awkward like if you make too much of an effort to go and see them then it's like kind of weird but also it always happens to me at like the, the mall or like the grocery store yeah you see, I would somebody, see you someone know? in passing and it's like i would literally have to go out of my way or like yell across the store to say hello it's always when it's busy too it's like during the holidays or a sunday at the grocery store or something yeah that's when it always seems to happen to me and then do you avoid, you like to usually say hi or something, or you just kind of avoid it? I'll say hi if there's eye contact. Yeah. But I, I don't usually, like, go out of my way unless it's, like, someone, like, I'm actually friends with. So this happened to me recently where I was at a restaurant, and not our waitress, but, like, the person shadowing the waitress went to high school with me and two of the other people at the table. And it was somebody that I had, like, never talked to in high school, but I knew who they were, and they knew who I was. And, like, that's one of those situations where it's like, I don't know, you know, we didn't we didn't know what to do. We ended up not saying, like, you know, 
conversing with her. But it was one of the situations where I was like, I feel like I should say hi, like, oh, hey, we went to, but like, what do you say? Because also, you didn't talk to them in high school. So right. why would you start like, talking to them outside of high school just because you went to the same high school together? Yeah, I think that's kind of weird too. It's like you know who they are, but you're not on like speaking terms, kind of. Yes, and we were never yeah. on speaking terms, and so it's like, and it's also been like seven years since we've seen each other. But that that used to happen when I would go to bars. I don't really go to bars as much anymore, but I feel like that would happen at least at home, where it was like I know someone because they're from my town, but I never talked to them. Yeah. Well, this was. 40... But it's like we're like yeah. we're like Facebook friends, or we follow each other on Instagram or something. Yeah, it's weird. But it's also a little different when we're you're the person is constantly coming back to your table as the shadow of the waitress, and then okay, yeah, I, yeah. I might have said hi. If yeah, I were you. <laughs> yeah, and I but you had to say it right away. That's the issue. But fine, hey, hey, hey. yeah, but I, I mean, maybe not if it's like the first time, but like the second time that person comes back, yeah. I think you could say hi then too. Yeah, that's a good point. Should have said hi, you know, just been courteous. Um, say what's up. Sup? Yeah, just sup. Sup. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Pat, I was having a uh, a conversation with Brinflakes. This was off the air, off the mic, and he was asking me uh, how long would I want to live, right? So like we were talking, we were talking about some super old guy we saw, and he was like, you know, I, we were, I was, oh, I, okay, something with with when you become hundred. I think it's like 100% of males over the age of 100 have prostate cancer. It's like you, a, a male reaches a certain age and you like have prostate cancer. It doesn't mean you're going to die from it, but you like basically that's just the way the male anatomy works. At a certain age, like 100% of guys will have prostate cancer. And so when we were talking about, um, uh, you know, O'Brien's oh, like, I don't even know if I'd want to live that long. And then I was talking about like, well, what is the age you'd want to live to? And I was saying for me, it's a lot less about the age as it is about my quality of life and my attitude towards things. Like if I, I I know people that are like in their twenties now that just have this, you know, shitty outlook on everything and they're miserable all the time. And then I know people, uh, you know, in their seventies and eighties, like I have an aunt that I can think of that she acts like she's like, you know, 20 and she's, you know, lives it up all the time. I'm sure she's not physically, you know, as, you know, crazy, you know, like able to do stuff as she was, you know, 50 years ago, but she doesn't let that stop her from kind of, you know, being very happy and that kind of stuff. And just like being excited about being around where, you know, like somebody it's all to me, it's all depending on my attitude towards things at that time and how, you know, much I value the quality of life. And I think you can have a bad quality of life as far as like physical and still enjoy your life. But what are your thoughts, Pat? Um, I think it also goes into uh, your support cast who's there at the time. You know, if you're like 90 and your whole family's gone, it's like, why? It, it's it's not as enjoyable as it would have been. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's that. Um, I agree with what you're saying. It's about quality, not quantity. Um, yeah, and definitely the outlook as well. I think that that has a lot to do with it. But I don't know. I, I don't. That's kind of a question that irks me a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like to think about the end. I don't really focus on it. Oh, yeah. You're living in the present. That's right. Yeah. Well, so I was going to go. This is something that I had talked about on an episode that actually one of the ep- two episodes that we've gotten that's got delete, uh, deleted. 
so it actually ended up never airing. Um, but when I'm talking about like the physical ailments not stopping you, uh, and like I said, I know you've heard this, Pat, but people listening have not. When I was in Florida uh, a while back, like you know, two months ago, the there was a guy there who was like our age, who was fairly athletic in his prime, and in the last like two months before that, he had had a stroke, and he went to this. He met up. He was friends of the friend I was staying with in Florida, and he came and he met up with us at this bar, and he like had to walk in with a cane. And he, like, had a hard time. He couldn't, like, finish his sentences. He had to talk very slow. He Like he, like I said, he had had a stroke recently. And his attitude, like, he was, like, the happiest person there. He was, like, he was laughing, like, more than probably anybody there. Uh, you know, he was very, like, there's so many people that could go through that situation and be, like, this sucks. You know, like, I, this, you know, I have a hard time walking and I can't drive. Uh, I'm only, you know, 25. What's going on? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, who has a stroke at this age? You know, there's so many ways you could you could go about going through your life the rest of the way like that. And like I'm saying, like, a lot more people run in that situation when they're in this, you know, upper age where they're running in these health ailments where it all just depends on how, you know, how you let that affect you. Like, this kid is having this stroke and at, you know, 25, and he's not letting it affect him at all. If anything, he's, like, probably happier than he was before. I didn't see him before, but I've, I mean, the kid was, you know, really positive and it was really kind of, inter- it was, it was cool to see just because, you know, there's a lot of ways that yeah. you could have gone about it. Maybe he's just more appreciative. I think that's, I think it, maybe that's what it was because he could have died and instead, you know, he didn't and he's able to survive and at that he kind of realized how just appreciative he is of just being alive. I think so. Yeah. I remember you telling me this. Yes. What like, happened to that episode? Uh, that was one of the ones where I think that was the one where we recorded it, and it recorded like we recorded like for like forty-five minutes, and then it showed up as us recording for like twenty-six minutes, and it had just like compressed everything in a double like half the speed or double the speed, oh. whatever it was. And then I tried to get everybody at you work to try to fix it. Of and that, it didn't do you know anything. what? The one thing I hate is on Snapchat when everyone speeds everything up, and it sounds like a bunch of like. I, I don't even know, but it's like they're just talking so fast. I hate that filter. Yeah, I I agree. Most of the time, it's way more annoying than I think people realize it is. It's so annoying, and everyone does it. I don't know why. I You know, <laughs> maybe it's to be annoying. I, I don't know. I guess we would have to ask, as you and me have probably never done that filter, we would have to ask somebody that does do it and see what they're trying to get out of it. It sounds like you have the volume on, and somehow you fast-forwarded, and the volume still plays. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like chipmunks talking. That's what I was trying to say. And everybody loves Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, I guess I'm not everyone. <laughs> no, I I was always always found them very annoying. The uh, their Christmas song is my top five least favorite Christmas songs. Uh, probably Alvin. And the oh yeah, song. that's horrible. That one. I know that one exactly. The, I, the Charlie Brown is song. It, I'm not a big fan of. Isn't there a version of that one song? It's like, I like to move it, move it. And it's got the chipmunks in the I'm background. Sure. I'm sure. Like, bum, 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 ba-da-da. It's just it's yeah. so bad. No, chipmunks can make anything worse. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck chipmunks. <laughs> yeah, Fuck chipmunks. Um, Pat, was there stuff you wanted to get to? I was going to say, with the new year and, like, people working out at the gym and, like, you know, everyone always complains about that, but it's, like, in retrospect, like, just let people be, you know? Yeah. Why, why do you think everyone gets pissed off? Do you think people get pissed off because it's like it's super busy for a month or two and then everyone quits? I think people get pissed off for this as the same reason they get pissed off for fair weather fans and sports. Uh, 
It's like there's certain people that feel ah. feel that they're more like because they've dedicated their whole life to this or their whole past year to this this gym or this team that somebody just coming in and doing it, you know, just because of some New Year's resolution or because the team's doing good, uh, then that's somehow, you know, they're like fake. And, they're you know, I'm more dedicated than you, so you shouldn't be able to cheer for this team or you shouldn't be able to work out because you're not as dedicated to your body as I am to mine type of thing. It's like, but how do you know who's new? You know, the gym's usually crowded unless it's like you go at the same thing. Sing- you know, same time every single day. Like, how do you really know who's new and who's not new? The only way I would know is if somebody's wearing like jeans. Oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> the other thing I've noticed lately is like, because in my gym they have like this little like turf area and stuff. They just added why, one of those at my people, gym too. Why do people do tire flips? <laughs> Drives me nuts. The last time I did a tire flip, I was like seventeen. Yeah, it's because I was training practice. to play sports. Yeah. It's like, hey, bro, you ain't going pro. Like, what are well, you doing? So that's all part of, like, the new CrossFit because CrossFit's kind of, you know, had its popularity. Now they, they're they trying to turn CrossFit versions of everything into the gyms. So, like, there's a there's a tire flipping machine at my gym now where it's just half of a tire that's, like, on a pivot <laughs> thing. So they cut literally, yeah, it's half of a tire, and then the, the, bot, the part that's cut off is attached to this big, like, uh, hinge, this pivot hinge. So you just flip it over and flip it back, you know, in the same direct, like <laughs> flip it over and then flip it back to where it was basically. Uh, oh my God. It drives me I, nuts because I always know when someone's doing it because well, it's so loud. That's the thing. Lands. So luckily I've never actually seen anybody do it because it is so loud and this one's on the second floor. So it makes it even louder. Uh, <laughs> but they, so they did that. That's like a CrossFit type thing. They also, like I said, just added this big turf section, but they didn't actually add any space up on this where, where all the they have all these machines so the issue was they just cut out this huge probably like a quarter of the upstairs room where they used to have all these machines and then just squeezed they didn't get rid of any machines they just squeezed everything together closer so now somebody's like they just it's, it's horrible now there's like this big grass area where people can do whatever they want to do i guess it's like astroturf and then all the other machines where you're doing like machine type workouts are just like smashed right against each other. Like there's like the the this calf raise machine is right in front of the water fountain. Like you basically have to watch out if this person's extending like doing this calf extension so you don't hit them while you're getting water. Like it's just they crammed everything together to make room for, you know, this new fad of the CrossFit type workouts. Yeah. I've seen that and more people are doing the ropes now where you just like swing a rope or you like alternate with your i hate when people do do you know what i'm talking about with the rope yeah i hate when people do both arms at the same time and it's like a really loud slam on the ground yeah oh my god it drives me nuts pat just wants people to be silent in the gym (laughs) if i can hear you working out over me blasting my headphones like there's a problem in my opinion yeah (laughs) yeah i agree i agree um there's yeah, there, there's just some videos. Um, I would always talk about the Instagram for Export Fitness St. Charles. If you guys look that up, uh, there's this video of this guy just doing like one of the things that just pisses me off is just like there's this video of this guy. He's doing a lot of weight uh, for a squat, and he's also just not using his hands for some reason. Like that's supposed to be better for you, so you don't have to hold this weight on your back. You're, you're not using your hands to hold this weight on your back, on your shoulders. 
And for, so for some reason, you know, he's just not using his hands. He's like, no hands, squat, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, awesome. I feel like that would help. That would not help. No, it doesn't like help. It doesn't help you off. exercise at all. Anyway, so then you see him, and then he just drops. So because he doesn't have his hands on it, he can't, like, set it back on a rack, so he just drops it on the ground. It's, it's just As super it's, loud. Yeah, so just super loud. And that's just kind of stuff that, uh, oh, ESPN update, Pat. Oh. Uh, Brian Erlacher named 2018 Hall of Fame finalist. That's actually a relevant one. Wow. I wasn't actually expecting wow. it to be anything. I I don't know. I still don't know if he'll get in this year. I, I think he will. I think he's solid enough to get in. Uh, he's a Hall of Famer, 100%. Who's it, isn't he up against Randy Moss and uh, Ray Lewis and a couple other people? I would have to look at what the list was, but I thought Ray Lewis is already in. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe not. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, it'll be, yeah, I, you're right. He'll get in eventually. So Pat also, they just fired, uh, John Fox. Yes. Bears well, what else John were they going to do? Yeah. He was, uh, he lost two. I think he had, did they say he had three 10 loss seasons? I believe it. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. It's crazy. Cause like, so the bears hired him. He was like the first, uh, coach that they had had previous head coaching experience that they had hired in like forever, maybe ever. And so they're expecting this guy to come in, and he had kind of turned all around the, all the other programs he had been at with the, with Carolina and with Denver, and he comes in and just like not really an improvement at all. Yeah, he took two different teams to the Super Bowl. I thought it was a great hire. Yeah, at the time I was yeah definitely thinking that. I mean, I don't know that franchise. Just <laughs> how long has it been since we've been happy? Like two thousand six. Yeah, it's a long time. I don't know who they get now. I, yeah. No, I agree. I, I, I'm i not looking at anybody and being like, oh, yeah, that's a great if, – if there's Bruce Arians, the coach of the Cardinals, I love. So Bruce Arians is potentially leaving uh, because of personal issues from the Cardinals, not because of him being fired. But he's like – I don't think he'd go to the Bears because I remember he interviewed with yes. them and they chose Trustman yeah. over him. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a great choice, Bears. And there was, there, there was like this documentary and stuff and he was talking about that. Yeah. So I, I don't think he. I agree I that he probably would have come. I don't know who they're gonna get. I, I don't think there's a lot of great candidates out there right now. Uh, I'm not a coach. No, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see it. Who Who are the guys who got fired from the NFL this year? It was uh, Fox and then Jim Caldwell from the Lions. Oh, Caldwell got fired. Yeah. Dude, I. <laughs> this is news to me. I swear to God, on Sunday I wasn't doing anything. Well, either were they because they got fired. Well, now they're not. Yeah, now they're not. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so I, I don't know. There's not. I, I can't. Well, see... Jack Del Rio got fired. Oh, that's that right. One. That's right, Jack Del Rio. Um, I don't know. I don't know about him. He's never really like won with anyone. No. Yeah, but apparently, people that have won with people that doesn't really mean much either. So. I guess. Yeah. Gotta be with the right team, but he's like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'd take Jack Del Rio. Yeah. Well, he like looks like he like looks like the kind of coach you would want, like a big dude, you know, all this. Very stuff. animated. Probably. Yeah, but I mean, so he was with Jacksonville for a while. I feel like he was a coordinator somewhere else, wasn't he? I don't know. Okay, well, he's not coming here. No, no. Yeah, like I said, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not. I don't know how confident I am in whoever they grab. You know, like I don't know how great Ryan Pace is at picking the right person. So it's hard to know. We'll have to see once kind of the uh, the year gets going. Yeah, I think I heard they fired Fox and they were going to give Pace an extension. They did give Pace an extension. Wow. 
So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. It is interesting to do something like that, to fire the, you know, give the GM an extension and fire the coach. It seems like a very interesting strategy. Yeah, like it was just a coach. It wasn't all the players I picked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Like, like I said, the, the football year, just in conclusion for the Bears' regular season, I would say it was very up and down. There were some cool some highlights. Better to watch this year than last year, but a lot of disappointing games. You're just like, what was that? Well, I mean, like the running game's exciting to watch. Howard's, you know, pretty good. And then Cohen kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. So that, that part was exciting. But maybe like Trubisky's first game, there was a little bit of excitement. But yeah. outside of that, I, I can't really think of too many moments where I was like, yeah, go Bears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Pat, how about a Jeff Goldblum movie review? How about it? Hi. 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 I'm Chef Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach, and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's gonna be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm gonna get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? What I decided to do here is so I'm, I only do things where Jeff Goldblum is acting, right? There's a, there's plenty of things that he's done where he's playing himself. Uh, that, that I never count towards anything. You know, I don't. I'm not going to review something where he's playing himself. But uh, for the TV show Conan, the late night comedy show, you ever watch Conan, Pat? Yes, I've seen Conan. So he, uh, Jeff Goldblum, has been a guest on there many times. Some of the uh, little segments that I use for uh, the intro. For the Jeff Golden movie review, like the where he's talking about sweet and like a juicy and like a peach, that type of thing. Uh, that's from one of that's his interviews Conan. on Conan. But he also has done a few little sketches for Conan where he's not playing himself. So those show up on his IMDb as an actor credit. So I decided to review those, and I'm doing them all together as just one thing. So this is all of his Conan credits. Uh, so one of them was, uh, it was f- from the episode called The Cast of Suicide Squad. But in there, there's this little skit that they're doing where they're interviewing, they're doing a fake interview for for whoever's going to be playing the young Han Solo in the movie uh, that's coming out where, like, the Han Solo, his story, his, like, his, like, backstory. And so they're doing all these fake interviews with who's going to play, you know, auditions for people who's going to play Han Solo. So they have uh, Bill Hader, Will Arnett, uh, Melissa McCarthy, is playing young Han Solo. Yeah, it was fun. This is a joke thing, you know, right? Uh, so <laughs> Tom Middleditch, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster was hilarious in this. She's like, she's like, they say, you know, they always ask them to say who their name is, and she's like, I'm Jodie fucking Foster. And then, and then Adam Sandler is in this, and Adam Sandler was doing like his throwback to like his like Billy Madison type self, and he's like pretending like he's driving the uh, Millennium Falcon like as like a Billy Madison type character. Um, oh my god, that's hilarious. And then they have uh, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, who I like a lot, who I've talked about on the show. Uh, then 50 Cent, and then Jeff Goldblum. With Jeff Goldblum. And okay. so they're all like trying to trying to be young Han Solo. And 
Jeff is just like, you know, like being super introspective, like thinking about space and stars and, uh, you know, and he's like over talking. But here's a, like, obviously, they're never going to have Jeff Goldblum to play young Han Solo when he's like way older than Han Solo was in most of those movies uh, than Harrison Ford was. But so, so that was that was one skit. And then he was also uh, in a few where he's playing this. Uh, he's playing a therapist. There's a couple sketches where he's playing like a therapist, and he's being a therapist to like superheroes, and about how they have a lot of like trust issues, and they have a lot of father issues, like you know family issues, uh, which is true. Most of the superheroes have some sort of thing where they're not around their family growing up, and or maybe one of the family members has died or something like that. So he's like being this therapist to superheroes and stuff like that. Uh, that skit was not as funny. Um, the one where everybody's trying out his young Han Solo was a little funnier. So. Uh, Overall, I kind of like when they they do these kind of uh, skits and shows. A lot of times, they're you know it's a little different vibe than a lot of like just a normal talk show type thing, which can get a little repetitive after a while. There's so many talk shows out there. Oh, I know it's crazy. Like, well, late night alone. There's Colbert, um, Ballin. Who's the other one? Seth Meyers. Kimmel, Seth Meyers, Conan. I mean, it, there's the one on Comedy Central. And then there's show. a guy, uh, what's the guy that does the karaoke? Everyone's just talking about the president every single night, so I'm just, yeah. like, changing the channel, like, ten minutes in. Yeah, yeah, no, it's James Corden. Okay. James Corden is the other one I'm thinking of. So, that, I mean, yeah, exactly, Pat. It's all kind of the same stuff, and it's just, like, how do you, it's, like, there's so many options to choose from. And also, that's, like, a dedication of, like, an hour a night. You know, if you want to, like, a legit right. watch these, it's, like, at least, like, an hour a night that you're watching this. And it's, like, how do you pick? And then, I'm also, am I going to be available at that time every night? I just never end up watching any of these shows. Yeah, it's just kind of, like, sometimes when there's not a lot of sports going on and it's just kind of put it on and it's, like, ten minutes later, I'm, like, I can't even watch this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I I don't necessarily have like a favorite or least favorite of any of these, but it just, yeah, it just kind of like, yeah, if I happen to see it, basically I'm going to base it off if I happen to see a guest that I really, really want to see, you know, like if Jeff Goldblum happens to be on one of the shows or like, uh, you know, Brendan Fraser or something like that, then I would go ahead and watch it. But other than that, I'm not, uh, going out of my way to watch. When's the last time, when's the last time B phrase was on late night? It's a good question. Uh, wait, you get IMDB references for being on late night. Yeah, I think if you go to, you go to the ones of self, not as an actor. So there's like you know, all filmography, self. So okay, so he was on, he was live with Kelly, uh, four episodes in 2017. Live with Kelly, what is that? Uh, like Kelly and Ryan Seacrest, their show, Kelly Ripa. That's during the day. Yeah, so night show. I'm not seeing anything recently. It's like in the morning, isn't it? Yeah, it is. How do those shows have good ratings? I yeah, I don't. Don't know most people those. work during the day? Y- yes, yes. I see. I, exactly. I don't know who's watching these. It's got to be like house moms and people that television work. is so horrible during the week during the day. Yes, it is. That's what's really brutal about being home. Uh, you know, if you're home during the day, because it is just it's. It, yeah, it is just brutal. They know that there's not a lot of people watching it, so they're not putting a lot of their quality, you know, programming into like daytime television. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the last last late night I can appearance I can see Pat is 2010. Okay, so but it could be that there's stuff not updated. Seven plus but, years ago. Yeah, 
So, if, yeah, so if he pops back on, then I'll watch another one. Other than that, we'll see. How about some Tanzania news, Pat? Alright. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting to the You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. Okay, Tanzania threatens to shut churches after Magafuli criticism. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, uh, they talk about how in Tanzania there is a uh, constitution of Tanzania protects freedom of worship, although religious organizations must register for a license with the country's home affairs ministry to operate legally. So you can worship freely, but you have to get, you know, regulation through the government to do that so they can just deny that uh this oh, is from, that's interesting yeah this is from bbc by the way Everyone's so the, the government gets to pick and choose which ones yes get approved yes wow um so apparently one of the church leaders the other day in a sermon said quite uh tanzania was quietly turning into a one state ruled by systematically banning political activity so they were saying you know in one of the sermons they were talking about all this stuff um they're saying that it was turning into a one-party state. And then so then the Home Affairs Ministry replied in saying that organizations which dabbled in political issues would have their license revoked, which, <coughs> which I think is ridiculous. Obviously, I don't think whatever they say in a church, you know, mass should be able to be, uh, you know, should be able to be like you can't worship at this. You can't have a mass because of something you're saying in the mass. But at the same time, I also don't think that in a church service they should be talking about politics. I remember that one time, only one time ever I remembered this, where I was at a uh, like a Sunday morning Catholic mass, and there was the pre, uh, the priest was talking about some political issue, and obviously was very biased on this one issue. And I kind of thought it was one of those things that was like, you know, I, it, to me it's like you got to keep this in the religious aspect and not try to turn this into some political thing. That's like almost the opposite of what America is supposed to be. It's like you're not supposed to have religion and politics. Yeah. It's like you shouldn't have politics and religion. Like yeah. the two just don't go together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Combining the two in one, in one uh, section is not so great. And yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so he, like, Magafuli, like I said, you know, to it's one thing to be upset about it, another thing to be like, I'm gonna, you're not gonna allowed to have a service here because you're talking about politics. It's a little over the top. Well, he usually is. Yeah, the bulldozer. Bulldozer. Yeah. Uh, so that's that is, got. is that his nickname? That's his nickname. Yeah, that's his nickname. How come I don't remember that one? I feel like you would. That's like the first time I've heard that, I feel like. All right, perfect. So, uh, new show for 2018. Uh, we want to thank all the listeners, too. Uh, we had quite a few more. I think we had like 2,000 more downloads in 2017 than we did in 2016. So, wow, how about that? Yeah, so that's pretty solid, and we want to continue to grow the Chub Step, grow the Chub, and uh, expand and, you know, get that audience reach out there because we like, you know, having people that listen. We always appreciate that. And our emails and all that stuff. So people email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, write us reviews on iTunes. That helps. Five stars, and then write whatever comment you want. Uh, and then 
if there's any girls out there that want advice from Pat on just regular stuff, uh, you know, we were talking about making an Ask Pat section where people could just ask Pat <laughs> questions. Uh, oh, please do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that would be great. And, uh, Pat, anything else? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And arrest my case. Now you know you got to go. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? Peace. This is Yasin.